0: Hello and welcome to episode 81 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. I am proud to be your host. My name is Terence M. Stanton. This is being recorded on the evening of Wednesday, January 26th, 2022. We are continuing our look at the Fatima Crusader, issue 128, the winter 2021 going into 2022 edition. And today, we're going to feature an article by Eric Birmingham, and it's called The History of Revolution. Once again, this magazine is available at the Fatima Center website, located at Fatima.org. He begins by saying, the beginning of the revolution. The history of revolution began with Satan's refusal to serve God. Non serviam, I will not serve. It will end with the death of the Antichrist near the end of the world. Ultimately, evil will fail and God will reign forever in heaven with his angels and his saints. The demons and the damned will spend eternity in the fires of hell. The history of the world is a chronicle of the battle between the forces of good and evil. Venerable Mary of Agreda, describes the creation and fall of the angels in Mystical City of God, Book 1, Chapter 3. God created angels on day one of creation and gave them a command to adore him, which the good angels did willingly, but the bad angels did reluctantly. God then informed them that the second person of the Trinity would assume human form and that they would be expected to adore him as well. The good angels rejoiced while the bad angels resisted. Finally, God told the angels that a woman would be created, who was to be queen of all creation and whom they would admit as a superior. Again, the good angels glorified God by their obedience. But Lucifer and the bad angels pridefully revolted. Lucifer defiantly cried, I will not serve. He aspired to be the head of all the human race and of the angelic orders. And if there were to be a hypostatic union, he demanded that it be consummated in him. At this point, Lucifer dared to rebuke God. Unjust are these commands. An injury is done to my greatness. This human nature which thou, Lord, dost look upon with so much love, and which thou dost favor so highly, I will persecute and destroy. God responded with his judgment. The woman would crush Lucifer's head, and salvation would happen through her humility. The bad angels lost their right to the places reserved for each of them in heaven, which, according to some visionaries, will be filled up by humans. They say that the world will not end until all of the empty places are filled. The revolution continues on earth. In essence, revolution is a going against the right order established by God. Thus, all acts are revolutionary, which go against divinely revealed truths, natural law, and rightly established authority legitimately exercised. A true counter-revolutionary is one who upholds and reasserts God's right order, be it in the church, the state, the family, or even in one's own self. This understanding makes it clear why the devil is the ultimate revolutionary. Above all, Satan desires to falsify the true worship of God on earth, and even to have man worship him. Just as he tried to tempt our Lord to adore him, Matthew four nine. He continues to try to lure all men through their pride and sensuality into false religions, especially paganism, atheism, and satanism. As scripture asserts, all the gods of the Gentiles, pagans, are demons. Psalm 95, 5. Thus, pagan rites are devil worship. Some form of paganism dominated the history of the world from shortly after its creation until the establishment of the Catholic Church. After only ten generations of humanity, God looked out on the world and saw that the wickedness of men was great on the earth, and that all the thought of their heart was bent upon evil at all times, Genesis 6-5. He was grieved and decided to put an end to all creatures having the breath of life, except for those who were to be preserved in Noah's Ark. After those incorrigible revolutionaries had been purged from the earth by the flood, the spirit of revolution quickly took root again. The first civilizations developed in Sumer, what is now southern Iraq, and were immersed in paganism. Amazingly, only one line of Noah's descendants preserved the true religion until the time of Abraham. The Israelites who entered the Promised Land were instructed by God to eradicate all vestiges of the pagan Canaanites. But the whole nation was later corrupted through Solomon and his wicked pagan wives. Consequently, they suffered destruction and exile during the Babylonian captivity. Fortunately, the Israelites mostly learned their lesson, and idolatry was less common up to the time of Christ, except that at one point the Maccabees had to cleanse the land of evil influences from the pagan Greeks. Paganism fosters the Antichrist During the Babylonian captivity, the prophet Daniel had a dream, chapter 2, about the pagan kingdoms that would succeed one another from that time until the establishment of the kingdom of God, which would last until the end of the world. These were the Babylonian, the Persian, the Greek, and the Roman kingdoms. He also had dreams concerning the Antichrist, his three-and-a-half-year reign, and his destruction, chapters 7 and 8. One set of verses suggests that the Antichrist will have demonic powers. And after their reign, when iniquities shall be grown up, there shall arise a king of a shameless face, and understanding dark sentences, and his power shall be strengthened, but not by his own force. And he shall lay all things waste, and shall prosper, and do more than can be believed. And he shall destroy the mighty and the people of the saints, according to his will. And craft shall be successful in his hand, and his heart shall be puffed up. And in the abundance of all things he shall kill many. And he shall rise up against the prince of princes, and shall be broken without hand. Daniel eight twenty three 23-25 Pope St. Pius X speculated that the Antichrist could have been alive in his day. Obviously, that was not the case, but things seemed so bad to him at the time that he wrote this in his first encyclical letter, E Supremi, on the restoration of all things in Christ, 1903. Who can fail to see that society is at the present time, more than in any past age, suffering from a terrible and deep-rooted malady, which, developing every day and eating into its inmost being... Is dragging it to destruction you understand venerable brethren what this disease is apostasy from god when all this is considered there is good reason to fear lest the great perversity may be as it were a foretaste and perhaps the beginning of those evils which are reserved for the last days and that there may be already in the world the son of perdition antichrist of whom the apostle speaks malachi martin suggested in his book windswept house that there had been an enthronement of Satan in the Vatican in 1963, right about the time of the coronation of the newly elected Pope Paul VI. If true, this surely gave the devil ample opportunity to work evil in the Vatican. The 1971 construction of the Pope of the Paul VI audience hall, sitting on the boundary between Vatican City and the city of Rome, appears to be evidence of his work, considering its resemblance to the head of a snake and the hideously irreverent sculpture of Christ behind the stage. Even if the Antichrist is not yet alive today, he must be coming soon. And his forerunners have been very busy. Various prophecies suggest that after his three-and-a-half-year reign, the Antichrist will finally be killed directly by St. Michael when the Antichrist attempts to ascend into the heavens. Anyway, all the revolutionary pagan kingdoms were foreseen by God, and they will eventually be brought to an end. The rise and decline of Christianity. Christ and Christianity were born into the Greco-Roman pagan world of Caesar Augustus. It was not until A.D. 313, with the Edict of Milan, that Christianity was legalized in the Roman Empire. It took many centuries after that for the pagan element to be displaced, even just in Europe. Finally, by the time of St. Francis, who passed away in 1226, The old pagan ideas had just about been eradicated from that part of the world. However, their eclipse did not last long. Christendom peaked in the 13th century with the construction of the Chartres Cathedral, St. Thomas Aquinas' completion of his Summa Theologica, and the glorious reigns of St. Louis IX of France and his cousin St. Ferdinand III of Castile. After this greatest of centuries came the Hundred Years War, 1337 to 1453, the Black Plague, 1346 to 1353, and the Western Schism, 1378 to 1417. The downward revolutionary slide had begun, which today is only accelerating towards the abyss. Also about that time, Roger Bacon died in 1292 an English Franciscan friar, was developing ideas that led to modern science. In 1733, Voltaire introduced him to a French audience as the father of the scientific method. Bacon dabbled in alchemy and wrote on the vanity of magic, wherein he claimed that magic could be explained by natural phenomena. Already, science was on the way to claiming that it could find a natural explanation for everything. After the rediscovery in 1417 at a monastery in Germany, of De Rerum Natura, a work by the materialist and evolutionist Lucretius, who died in 55 BC, the Renaissance took off. Martin Luther renounced the papacy an insurrection, which had manifested itself centuries earlier as the first error of Russia. This sparked the Protestant revolt, which rejected the doctrine, sacraments, and authority of the Catholic Church. Even the world of art was affected with the reintroduction of nudity, as evidenced by the statues of David by Donatello in 1440, and Michelangelo in 1504. Our Lady's appearance at Guadalupe in 1531, fully clothed, could be interpreted as a condemnation of public nudity. The 17th century marked the end of the Renaissance and the start of the so-called Enlightenment. René Descartes, who died in 1650, lived at that time and has often been called the father of modern philosophy. His famous quote, I think, therefore I am, was an admission of his rejection of the concepts of matter and form, or any idea of final ends. Even worse, it placed man instead of God as the source and center of existing reality. The Renaissance culminated in 1789 with the French Revolution's ideals of liberty, equality, and fraternity. Apparently, those ideals did not stop the 1800s from being a time of extremely violent revolutionary activity in Europe. Karl Marx came up with his Communist Manifesto in 1848, and Charles Darwin published his On the Origin of Species in 1859, both which helped fuel some really evil movements, Communism and Nazism. Also at that time, the Industrial Revolution was grinding men down in the cogs of machinery. Modern Revolution God sent his mother to warn the world of its errors at La Salette, 1846, Lourdes, 1858, and Fatima, 1917. But the warnings mostly went unheeded. The Freemasonic revolutions of the 18th and 19th centuries led to the Bolshevik Revolution of 1917 and the World Wars of the 20th century, which may have claimed the lives of more men than all of the previous wars in history combined. The Second World War led to the creation of the United Nations, which is dominated by communists and basically promotes the reign of Lucifer. The 1960s was a period of sex, drugs, and rock and roll, revolution in the world, and the modernist revolution in the church, not to mention the height of the Cold War. The Cuban Missile Crisis brought the world to the brink of nuclear war in 1962. Student and labor revolutions heated up then as well. Saul Alinsky was an infamous community organizer who was active during that time. Hillary Clinton wrote her senior college thesis about him. You could say that the mentality of Barack Obama was formed by Alinsky's ideas. Alinsky wrote the book Rules for Radicals, which begins with this dedication to Lucifer. Lest we forget at least an over-the-shoulder acknowledgement to the very first radical, from all our legends, mythology, and history. And who is to know where mythology leaves off and history begins, or which is which? The first radical known to man, who rebelled against the establishment, and did it so effectively that he at least won his own kingdom. Lucifer. Such audacity carries over to Black Lives Matter and other revolutionary movements of today. The Ostpolitik of the Vatican in the 1960s prevented the condemnation of Communism and any thought of consecrating Russia during Vatican II. The ecumenism in the Church, starting at that time, led to demons being worshipped at the 1986 World Day of Prayer for Peace at Assisi and the Pachamama worship in the Vatican in 2019. The publishing of *Traditionis Costades on July 16, 2021, Feast of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, signaled a major revolution in the Church. It is well known among, among exorcists that the devil hates Latin, so the origins of this revolution against the traditional Latin Mass are no doubt from hell. Prelates have admitted that Vatican II was the French Revolution in the Church. Cardinal Ratzinger admitted in his book Principles of Catholic Theology, 1982, we might say that it, Gaudium et Spes, is a revision of the syllabus of Pius IX, a kind of counter-syllabus. As such, it represents, on the part of the Church, an attempt at an official reconciliation with the new era inaugurated in 1789 by the French Revolution. Not only that, as Pope Benedict XVI, he admitted that Vatican II was an attempt to correct the relationship between the Church, which he thought was in error, and the world. And we knew that the relationship between the Church and the modern period was a bit in conflict, beginning with the era of the Church in the case of Galileo Galilei. We thought we could correct this wrong beginning and find the union between the Church and the best forces in the world in order to open up the future of humanity, to open true progress. So we were full of hope, of enthusiasm, and of the will to do our part for this thing. Farewell addressed to priests at the Vatican, February 14, 2013. It is interesting that the very next day a large meteor exploded abo- above Chelyabinsk, Russia, near the town Yekaterinburg, where Tsar Nicholas II and the Romanov family were executed on July 16, 1918. The Great Reset being talked about now means the complete control of the world by communist revolutionaries. They are using draconian measures to carry out their plans. The rise of pornography, drug use, and suicide Attest to the origins of this man-made hell on earth. The phrase, they adored the dragon in chapter 13 of the apocalypse, refers to satanic worship, the pinnacle of revolt against God. Just recently, the satanic temple of Texas filed suit to defend its religious right to engage in child sacrifice as a spiritual ritual when the state of Texas attempted to limit abortion. End of the Current Revolution The logic of the revolution inexorably leads man deeper into error, immorality, and the rejection of God. Renaissance humanism replaced God with man at the center of creation. Protestantism rejected the Catholic Church, the mystical body of Christ. But to reject the Church explicitly is to implicitly reject our incarnate Lord. This inevitably led to rationalism, materialism, and the growth of Freemasonry, an intentional rejection of the divinity of Jesus Christ. Yet, if one rejects the Son, one necessarily rejects the Father. Evolutionism and materialism reject God as the creator of all things. Atheism rejects the very existence of God. Communism is the spread of atheism across the world, which views man as a soulless, material commodity to be used and disposed of at the whim of the powers that be. That is the foundation upon which the new world order rests. We are at the very brink of its implementation, with the mask mandates, lockdowns, quarantines, vaccine passports, cancel culture, mass immigrant displacement, social credit scores, and everything else involved with the Great Reset. Our Lady has gone to great lengths to save us from this. At La Salette, she said, For how long a time do I suffer for you? Is what she asks too much in return for our deliverance? One wonders how bad things will get before God will act. In the apparitions of Akita, Japan, in 1973, the same year that abortion was legalized in the United States, Our Lady told Sister Agnes, As I told you, if men do not repent and better themselves, the Father will inflict a terrible punishment on all humanity. It will be a punishment greater than the deluge, such as one will never have seen before. Fire will fall from the sky and will wipe out a great part of humanity, the good as well as the bad, sparing neither priests nor faithful. The survivors will find themselves so desolate that they will envy the dead. The only arms which will remain for you will be the rosary, and the sign left by my son. Not only does this message affirm the historical reality of Noah's flood, but it seems to allude to the prophesied three days of darkness, in which it is said that two-thirds or three-quarters of mankind will perish before the coming of the promised era of peace. The reference to the rosary and cross being the only remaining things left also seem to echo other prophecies that say that the Mass will be suppressed. French visionary Marie-Julie Jeheny had quite a bit to say about all that. Cardinal Ratzinger, now Benedict XVI, said that the things contained in the Third Secret of Fatima correspond to the message of Akita. It should be apparent by now that Russia still needs to be properly consecrated to the Immaculate Heart of Mary, as requested by Our Lady of Fatima. No consecration has yet been done that fulfilled her request. Since 1917, there has never been a time of peace in the whole world or recognition of the rights of Christ the King over nations. Sister Lucia said that when a sufficient number of people fulfill the Fatima request, the Pope and bishops will receive the graces needed to consecrate Russia as requested by Our Lady of Fatima, and only then will the triumph of the Immaculate Heart of Mary come. All Catholics can help to bring about this triumph by praying the rosary daily and performing the first Saturday's devotion. Our Lady promised that the Pope will eventually perform the desired consecration. The current revolution will only end after that happens. Eric Birmingham is the author of Creation vs. Evolution and The World from Beginning to End and The Era of Peace. Both books are available on www.colbicecenter.org and www.amazon. .com. Let us conclude with a prayer honoring Our Lady of Fatima and a prayer honoring Saint Joseph. In nomine Patris et Filii et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Iesus. Sancta Maria Mater Dei, ora per nobis peccatoribus, Nunc et anora mortis nostri. Amen. Prayer of Blessed William Joseph Chaminade O chaste spouse of the most pure and most holy of creatures, how happy you must be for having found such favor and grace before the Eternal Father who gave his Son, before the Son who made you the tutor of his sacred humanity, before the Holy Spirit who entrusted his spouse to you so that you could be like the cherubim, who guarded the fruit of life in the Garden of Eden. How happy and blessed are they whom you love and whom you take under your protection. O faithful guardian of the Mother of God, keep those who honor you amid the trials and joys of this life. Lovable tutor of Jesus, help your servants in the dangers and difficulties of their exile. May they feel the effects of your love. Obtain for them devotion to your spouse, fidelity to your son, unfailing respect for the Eternal Father who reigns, with the Holy Spirit through endless ages. Amen. Virgo potens, ora nobis, Sancti Yosef, terra daimonem, ora nobis. Thank you so much for listening to the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Please share it with everyone you know. I will conclude by echoing the sentiments of Mr. Birmingham. Please pray the rosary every single day. Do the five First Saturdays devotions. If you've already done it on five consecutive Saturdays, as I'm sure many of you have, please continue to do it. Please continue to honor Our Lady. Please continue to love her. We can never love her enough. Goodbye, and God love you.